bitch is always cooking up beans. Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan motherfucking podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Minimoto Mexican. <laughs> I had a Minimoto Mexican in my driveway today. It was you. Yes, it was. Do you notice I'm trying to use a register that will keep my levels even? Slightly creepy. Uh, normally I thought you had to take a, uh, pill to keep your levels balanced. <laughs> oh, how did you know I didn't? How are you, little Rafi? You're in my kitchen, my dining room, my house. You know, I am not missing the cold weather right now because it's in your home. That is nice. <laughs> what cold weather would you be fair? Missing? No, yeah, sure. Missing. The East Coast cold weather, oh. of course. You know, the real one. Where even though it's below freezing, it feels nice. True. And let me set the scene here because, Alexa, what's the temperature right now? Okay, so it's 66 here. Outside. Outside. I believe it's probably about 65 in here. So let me set the scene. We are a little chilly, a little nippy. And you had me make you some hot cocoa and put a little space heater on behind us. Well, Lisa... (laughs) First of all, the, someone's the gotten hot, so off. The hot chocolate is because they talked about it on the Thursday show. True. Okay. And With uh, extra the space heater yeah. is because your house is like the episode of The Simpsons where their AC goes out <laughs> and then they open the refrigerator door <laughs> and camp out there. It is really cold in here. My kids have been getting mad at me for turning on the heater at 68. It's too hot for them. So they want their windows open. And so I turned the heater off, which is good because the heating bill was like $200 this month, which is crazy. So anyway, they said, hey, mom, bundle up. That's what I had to say. (laughs) I wish I would have gotten that memo. (laughs) Grandma memo. (laughs) I think there's some napkins you can wrap yourself up in. (laughs) All right. On this episode, we will talk about the Monday show, Jenny Pentland, and the Thursday show, Scotty Landis is in Tahiti. Kurt Braunohler doesn't care anymore. Violent stretching. But first, a little rough. Do you have any shout outs? I sure do. Mm. Shout out to Megan and Jess. I spent a little more time with them than I had hoped. Oh. <laughs> um, oh. They know what that means. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to our Scotty, Scott Marquez, because he sent me a picture of a shirt, and I thought it was like a piece of merch, and I said, are you starting a podcast? I thought you said podcast. Um, I'm uh, like, okay. I'm starting a podcast. <laughs> um, also, shout out to 
my beloved, of course. Mm. Mm. And who else? Oh, shout out to Dr. Ange. Yes. Because I just found out apparently she is going to come to our BFF hangout at the end of February. Last day of February weekend, whatever that is. February 25th, 26th, 27th. Mostly the 26th will be the day we'll be doing everything. So put it on your calendars and get your ass to my house. And last shout out to Leanne, motherfucking Ward, Mm. because I was reading a very long story and I was like, this is too long. So I copy and pasted it into my notes and I made Siri read it to me. But this dumb bitch did a horrible job. So I was thinking, should I text Leanne? Like, is this... um, is this wrong to ask Leanne, hey, what screen reader do you no, use? Because I'm too lazy all. to read for myself. <laughs> well, that part, you don't have to leave that part in. But asking for a good screen reader is not a bad question. You don't have to say why. It, like, it's not like I'm using a wheelchair just to get around. By the way, we're not making fun of wheelchair. This that. is a Seinfeld reference. If anything sounds now. offensive, it's a Seinfeld reference. Just remember this. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like half of the last episode of me talking. <laughs> okay. Is that all of your shout outs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. You just shouted out to the marshmallows in your mouth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This this is a cup of a molten goo. <laughs> oh my God. That's what she said. Lisa. Yes, sir. Do you have any shout outs? I do. First and foremost. Is it to me? Well. I did pick our lunch or breakfast. Actually, our I do need to shout you place. out for this because you found a taco place that is literally to drown drown <laughs> down the street from me that apparently just opened this last week and uh, it was quite delicious it was nice to have beers at what 11 in the morning yeah i mean it's kind of late for us but it was good it was quite good and it was nice i like that you come all the way out here it makes it easy for me i you could have sent me sent me any single restaurant i'd be like yes that sounds perfect i'm in but it was also a very good um restaurant my next shout out is if would, would you help me out with this oh <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> That's a shout out to my Pacifico. It's quite the violent pour you're doing there. But look at how look at how perfect that is, though. I didn't have to tilt. Look at that, baby. Not a drip dropped. Well, Pacifico's not a very oh, calm heady down. Just beer. give me a goddamn pat on the back. <laughs> you did good. Oh God. All right. Besides you and the Pacificos, shout out to the TNC. Shout out to East Coast Jen. Shout out to Superfan Megan. I love you. And you better be at my house at the end of February. And you know what? Come over before that because you're awesome. Shout out to Trice. Shout out to Von Carmen's Olive, Whitney, Lauren Kelly, Ray Morgan, Tim Ortez, Lee, Ulysses, Tamara Holler, to Dr. Jen, Michelle Smith, and shout out to Dr. Angela, who will be in my home. We get to uh, meet her in person. I think that's all. What? You know where uh, Megan is right now? Here? At the front door? The San Diego Zoo. She's due back by six. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even see. I didn't know you were going to say a joke. I thought it would be perfectly safe to take a sip of beer. Well, she (laughs) actually... Not realizing that it was going to (laughs) be... She actually is at the San Diego Mm, Zoo. mm -hmm. And then I had to throw in the last part, which is a Seinfeld reference. You can't get offended, Megan. It's a Seinfeld reference. Nobody can get offended if we say allegedly or... It's a Seinfeld reference. Exactly. Speaking of that, I would like to call out myself for last week because I feel like some of the topics that we were saying, me specifically, I was saying things that as if it was knowledge, as if it was fact. And I should have said, allegedly, hearsay, 
and I needed to fact check these things. It's just things I'm interested in learning about is the truth. That's all. Is this about anal? Obviously. Lean okay. into it. Bite your pillow. Do we have any BFF hotline calls? I had to call myself out too, just in case we did, because I'm like, I didn't get any blowback for that, and I'm surprised. My phone's back there, but I don't recall there being any, so, oh. We got your best man on it. Actually, there was one, and... Should I get your phone? The audio quality was oh, really no, let's bad. Get it. Well, let's listen to it. <clears throat> if somebody goes through the trouble of dialing up this number, because we have this number, and nobody ever does, so when someone does, we have to listen to it and give it its propers. Mm-hmm. Right, let's see if this plays... Also, shout out to this space heater. It's working pretty rad, right? All right, here we go. Okay. Shout out to whoever left this message. JK. Did you just rickroll me? <laughs> um, shout out to mm, this person. Oregon. <laughs> Um, and if this is a sensitive subject, please don't play it. But I'd like to know an update on uh, Megan Dawson's. I haven't seen in recent whether it's still missing or she's found it. So that's what I'd like to update on. But if it's a sensitive subject, don't play this message. All right? Thank you. And you guys do excellent work. Thank you for all that you do. Oh, I think I know who this is. Even though, did they say their name or not? Or is I just, couldn't tell. Okay, you said it was possibly from Oregon, so I can only guess it's Tamara Holler. <laughs> um, if it was, thank you for calling in. Shout out to you. The update on Megan's dog is that there has been no update. Mm. But I talked to Megan, and she said it. That's very kind of you to ask, and that is all. Oh, so nice. And it's nice to hear from somebody new. And it's nice to hear from somebody that is caring about another BFF member. That's very sweet. It's just good to know that number works because, you know, (laughs) sometimes I call myself just to make sure my phone still works because, you know, no one else is doing it. Who calls? Just kidding. That's an inside joke with someone that's not in the room with me right now. Shall we talk about Monday? I suppose. Oh, (laughs) Lisa, the amount of was, acting that you just put into that answer. I was, that was not acting. I oh, was not ooh. very excited about this Monday guest. Not excited before or not excited after listening? Both. Okay, okay. I did not know who it was at first, so it was Jenny Pentland. And I, when Allison said the name of her book, and I thought, is she saying that right? So I looked it up and I said, okay, Roseanne, it's uh, Roseanne's, Roseanne Barr's daughter is the name of her book. And at first I was like, who is this lady copying this name just to sell books i'm like oh wait it's actually roseanne's daughter which is also kind of sell, selling your book based on your mom's name but i really didn't know it was her. you thought it was like the real peterman yes bus tour yes. or something or like the who was it that was it jensen carp whoever owes me whatever kanye west owes me 300 dollars. like and- using someone else's name that is fame more famous than you to you know anyway and then i thought okay i'm kind of interested in this and first of all at the top of the show tone zone was back but he wasn't there for thursday so i don't know what happened there but because they do it sequentially right yeah maybe he had a hot date lease okay, with covid that was in chicago Rona? he's back home oh he left it there yeah oh good how do you think it well works? hopefully he's getting uh, his bone zone toned wait what 
Anyway, so he was back. He took a road trip and I'm always surprised when people are surprised that it snows in the Grand Canyon or that it snows in Arizona. That's surprising me because of course it does. It's very winter. It's snowing there right now, probably. Listen, we don't all have good friends that live in Arizona like you. Well, I don't have a good friend, but I do have a dad. Okay, I do. I guess I do have a friend that lives there. But yeah, the one your time- ex-neighbor. Oh, that part of Arizona? That's crap. No, my neighbor that I'm going to his house tonight, he has a house in Arizona. Not surprised. But the good part, in Prescott, by my dad. <laughs> Not in bullhead, stupid, fuck-off city. <laughs> But the first time I ever, the first and only time I ever went to the Grand Canyon, it was snowing there. And I was like, huh. And there were some, I don't know if they were racist French people there, but I, I could understand what they were saying. And they were talking about some other people that were there. I'm like, I don't know if they're racist or whatever. So they have, it snows there. And there's also some racist French people. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> have you ever been to the Grand Canyon? Actually, Elizabeth, I have. Because, mm. as you know, oh, when, you went to when I drove... Oh. From Colorado to California to start a new life, mm. I stopped at El Grand Canyon. And let me Did tell you. Did you want to jump in? Um, you know. Always, You're like death or California? It was a little tempting. <laughs> mm, two, three, four. Sorry. The, there are a heck of a lot of tourists. What about racist ones? Every, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Every five inches, someone is taking Zip. a selfie. Mm. When I was there, they didn't do selfies yet. That's cool. <laughs> was flash photography invented? or <laughs> We had to sit really still and the guy put his head under a, a, a little hood. Hood? No, stop. Don't. Okay. 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 Anyway, my experience with the Grand Canyon, besides it being snowing, some racists around there was, it is so unbelievably beautiful that you don't, like your mind is not comprehending the depth of it and the beauty of it is just, its it actually is too grand to comprehend. Yeah, I, I would say I had the same experience. It is quite breathtaking. And um, aside from it all kind of looking very similar, I would say that if you haven't been, you should go. Absolutely. Preferably in the spring or summer and uh, stay where I stayed in a three-person tent all by myself with a wood stove in the room there not at the grand canyon but very close oh (laughs) what about daniel's trip there where some guy knocked on their door and they let him in to hang out with them i'll go to that trip just kidding (laughs) the space heater is feeling pretty good yeah yeah okay yeah well so alice or so jenny's memoir the roseanne bar's daughter um it made me think about the fact that we had all these grand ideas that we were going to have a book club and we read one book that was greg heller's mom's book we read that we were going to do maybe a monthly thing we're going to read books that were mentioned on allison's show the next one was going to be sweet valley high book number six poor ray morgan and scott Mar- marquez actually read it i think you did, As did i i did not Big i was surprised i was well i was going to read it before we did it and then we ended up not anyway so so We'll still have to do that one because we're backed up in that. But but I wouldn't mind reading this book. I would love to read the WTF, OMG, whatever. The Constitution. Constitution. Book. The kids one, though. Both. And then I would like to read. Damn it, I forgot her book. Grand. Grand, a memoir. By Sarah like, Schaefer. Yes. That would be awesome. There was a kid's book that we, another kid's book that we talked about reading. There was a bunch of books that have been mentioned. So 
I think it would be fun to get, not a month, not monthly, but maybe get back into it and make it so your time wasn't wasted in reading Sweet Valley High book number six, which I actually have Too an late. extra. <laughs> well, it won't go to waste because we'll do the club. No, if, if you make me read it again, then you don't have to I've read it wasted... again. You won't remember. I don't remember it. No, of course not. Somebody I didn't die from cocaine. Apparently. I think I remember that. The weird thing is, is I used to read all of those books growing up before I was in high school because I would think about it. Reading those books in high school would be a little bit weird. Lisa. Yes. You know how, wasn't it like a big joke that everyone was like, oh, this book's so stupid. Someone did cocaine once and died. Right. Nowadays, people are doing cocaine and dying from fentanyl all left and right. This book was ahead of its time. It re- see, d- save this like, for the book club episode. <laughs> it's like we're reading 1984 or something. It's oh, like, you know, you're, you're like, oh, please, that, mm-hmm, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm, Cut that is to true. present day. That is very true. Man, that babysitter club it's really on to some stuff. And Sweet Valley High. So what well, we can do. <laughs> if somebody's dying from cocaine in the babysitter's club, they might be fired. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm interested in reading this book. Her experience in life, while I related to so much of it, and then so much of it was obviously completely didn't relate to any of it, you know, the star stuff. But just growing up with a troubled youth and the different things that she has had to go through and is still going through to heal her mind. And I think about how she's saying she wrote her memoir and she had to kind of unpack all of this stuff and like go through all this stuff again and how hard it was for her, but also healing at the same time. And it's something that one of the things I'm very scared about is digging into my past to try and heal from it, even though I really need it badly, but I'm really scared to like go through it all. And she sounds like she's, doing a good job of it but also it made me worry too she's like yeah it's fucking hard <laughs> it's not easy so many things are related to just i was never institutionalized i probably should have been sent away at certain place certain times for certain other things but she was saying that she learned a lot from her about her parents once she was a parent and that is definitely something i related to and a lot of things and traumas and troubles that you've gone through in your life, you just put it aside. Once you have kids, you just focus on them and you put your energy towards that. And while you are just suppressing all of that stuff and just coping with it in that way, and eventually it'll probably come out, but it's also kind of he- partially healing in that way where it's just like, well, I'm just not going to repeat what my parents did. But also when you have kids, you have to make them more important than yourself. Like your feelings don't really matter anymore in that respect where it's like, now you're focused on that. You can't focus on your own BS. Do you think Roseanne was a good parent? I bet she, mm, I don't think so. I think she probably did the best at the, she probably was for a little while until she, maybe she, she got famous. And then it's, I think it's very hard to be a good parent and be famous and have your attention pulled in so many different directions. I don't just don't think it's possible. It's the same, I mean, I didn't go and do millions of things in my life, not being famous, because I was focused on the kids and not dividing my time so much. And I always wanted to have a million kids until I realized how much attention that they actually need. And I'm like, that's kind of child abuse to have more than four kids, I think, which we will get to on this, because you can't give the attention that they need. But now if you're both working and you're both, I mean, obviously they didn't get the attention because both her her and her sister both have a lot of issues about it so they weren't getting something yeah allison asked her how her ptsd um, materializes or comes out in her life and 
she was saying the way she, the way it looks to her is she just has anxiety. And I, I, this is the other part that I related to is just, I used to border on being agoraphobic, just being very, I couldn't go out by myself or just having anxiety, even just the anxiety attacks when the last couple of, like coming to meet up with you a couple of times, having anxiety attacks just because I was just because of my own traumas and being afraid. But also with the kids, when I, when they were younger, I just stopped going out because I was just so scared of a lot of things. I was scared of my own shadow, scared of everything. And that's why I have knives and guns and bats and tasers that I'll just probably hurt myself in the process. She always wants to come and record with us, doesn't she? Lisa, I was going to say you were agoraphobic and now you're agoraphobic. <laughs> Does that mean I'm fat? <laughs> you have an eating disorder. I worry that I might. To I me. worried I did want to, I guess. You're right. Yes. That, that was Go a, ahead. A little play on words. Gordaphobic. Yeah. Anyway, um, because you told me that yeah. if you were to calculate your calories, you're like having 500. I know. That's not normal. I know. I'm also having other issues too, like some other health issues. Yeah, I think. But, but, <laughs> but so I'm just not hungry and I don't want to eat. And I'm, and it's probably, yeah, I know. I, the problem is, is like, I don't feel like I have a problem. So like, I don't want any help. <laughs> So, how's that going to help? Hell if I, I ate know. today. I Dr. ate with Jen. you. I'm drinking beers with you. Um, Dr. Ange. I could use all the help I can get. Well, the thing is, is I, I'm just going through a phase, I think. And the thing is, is, I'm not really losing any weight, though. It's just kind of staying the same. Okay. <laughs> but that doesn't take away the fact that I am worried. I was a little bit worried when I was like, well, that's not really a lot of calories. But but I'm, yeah, yeah, I may have an issue. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny also said she keeps busy to avoid feeling and I think like I it's definitely easier for me if I do keep busy I will forget about eating I will forget about my anxiety all of the stuff but then when I'm not busy then that's when I start going a little nuts but I just avoid feeling by just not feeling <laughs> I just David putty it just stare off into space anyway Jenny had Issues with her weight, also, like me. And I uh, can't imagine getting gastric bypass at such a young age. It seems so young. I don't know how bad her health was or how big she was, but that just seems very drastic. Did she say what age? I thought she said 18 or something. 18. That's pretty, pretty young. It's really young. That's like um, the Kardashians. The the younger ones, um, what are their mm, names? Clo- Chloe, no, Chloe, Kendall, Butthole. Kendall mm-hmm. and Kylie. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at them when they were like 16 years old, and right. then you look at them, you know, 18, 19, whatever, yeah. and they look super different, you would think there'd, there'd be laws. But California probably would not be the place where they would probably pass that kind of not. thing. Well, no, because I think if you have a consenting parent, which look at their parents... I mean, you can get a tattoo if you're 16 if you have an adult. What are you telling me? You you can go to war at 18, but you can't get a gastric <laughs> bypass, Lisa? That's Sorry. not my America. <laughs> she was talking about all this gastric bypass stuff. My mom had that and definitely the issues afterwards. Just the skin of a grape would cause her great turmoil. It was just a horrible experience for her to have to deal with. But, but she did. 
And uh, I don't know if she is glad about that or not. But also Jenny has five kids, which if you're trying not to have stress or anxiety, might be going against the grain. But I also feel like I wish I would have had more, but five might be one too many. I think five is uh, five too many. (laughs) Do you think that now that I heard what Roseanne actually tweeted or whatever? What did she tweet? She said, well, of course I didn't write it down, but she didn't say she was scared of brown people. She was saying she's not, if she was scared of brown people, that's where she lives or I forgot how she said it, but it wasn't about being about scared about brown people, but that's how it got turned into the media and that's how she got canceled. So I'm wondering if you think it was fair that she got canceled by being misquoted on something that she had said. Uh, Let me look it up real quick. The way Jenny said it, it did not sound bad at all. Uh, What? Uh, Apparently she tweeted... Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes. Okay, had I'm now a baby. seeing that too. So that's totally different than equals VJ. This I don't is know who the Valerie... island full of brown people is the one that she was talking that Jenny was talking about. But now I'm seeing these other things: Planet of the Apes and discussing Valerie Jarrett, a black woman and former advisor to President Barack Obama. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, yeah, it seems like uh, Roseanne is a real treat. <laughs> I loved her show so much up until like, I think 1989 to 93 is the good, good years. Such a good show. But yeah, I, I think it sounds like uh, we could put a, the old cancel stamp on that head. I'm good. Yeah. And when, when her uh, daughter was saying something like she owns this, uh, whatever it was oh, in Hawaii museum or something. Yeah. And I don't know. I think I can't remember what she said, but it sounded like she was saying like she can't be racist. She like lives with Hawaiians. Mm, mm-hmm. mm, I'm not so sure about that. Well, it's like saying you can't be racist just because you're Mexican, or you can't be racist because you're well, that something. Part's true. It's like, well, yeah, <laughs> bad example. Anyway, do we have anything else for Monday before we move on? No, let's move along. Let's move on to Unworthy with Doctor J and L K. This is LK and Dr. J. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. With Dr. J and LK. Hang out with us. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're stuck. We're stuck. It's Unworthy with Dr. J and LK. Hello and welcome to Unworthy with Dr. J and LK. Hi, Dr. J. Hi, LK. I think I covered up my yawn pretty well with that one. <laughs> oh, good job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the January 29th episode, episode 13, titled Baby Names, Adult Reality, Climate, Grocery Receipts. Yes. Um, so regarding baby names, Allison mentioned, and I remember when they were talking about this, when they were, when she was pregnant with Elliot and she said that some of the baby names that she liked, uh, Daniel described as sweet boy names. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I remember, I think I remember her saying Julian was one that she liked and that, and that Daniel said, that's a sweet boy name. Um, and she's like, and it doesn't have any, you know, um, uh, other meaning other than just 
this term that that Daniel made up. Oh yeah. Um, but, but she also said, and I I didn't remember this, but that Elliot's name was between Elliot and Jesse, and then yeah. they ended up naming him Elliot. I was gonna say you you said you remember her saying some names. I'm like I don't ever remember Jesse. I do think it's funny how he didn't want Elliot because it was a sweet boy name meaning just a sweet kid. Um, yeah. And he wanted like a tough guy because <laughs> I don't figure Daniel's tough guy. I mean, I don't, exactly. know, I don't know him, but, um, but also like their other choice was Jesse. I don't think Jesse is a particularly <laughs> non-sweet boy name either. So uh, yeah, no, I think Elliot is definitely, who knows because kids are kids, but you know, you name your kid something, you're like, oh, you're definitely what I named you. I feel like yep. Elliot from what we are, you know, can see as, as viewers and listeners is a definitely an Elliot. So yeah. And then Todd's son's name is Declan. And he said when he picked that name, like there weren't, you know, like how you always, you pick your kid's name and you're like, oh, like I'm not hearing this name a lot. And then, and then you hear a lot of them, like with Noah anyway, uh, my, my older son, um, like I didn't hear that name at all. And then he's in school with a bunch of other Noahs. So, but it, it happens. (laughs) Yeah that whole collective conscious collective mind thing it's funny though because both my kids have classmates whose mom shares the name with my kid so like they like they both there's um one of my kid is in second grade and she has a classmate and her classmate's name mom is the same as my kid and then her other classmate's mom is the same as my younger kid (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, so did I just name like it's like really like oh like quote unquote old names? I mean their names aren't Mabel or anything, but maybe <laughs> maybe like um this is not my kid's name, but maybe like Jane is the new like Mabel. Like I don't know because I think a lot of kids have very uh, interesting names. Like they were saying like Declan and was it Grayson and I think uh-huh. we had neighbors named like um. I think they're like Bronwyn just like whereas I just I didn't pick anything that out of the ordinary I guess I think ordinary names are like not as common and so I don't know yeah yeah because both of my boys well yeah but they are common anyway but anyway (laughs) naming babies is very hard (laughs) it is really hard it didn't surprise me that Allison said they waited till the last minute to fill out the paperwork (laughs) yeah <laughs> oh I my feel gosh. Like, but plus I mean El, they had a traumatic birth with Elliot so you know that's that they're trying to heal but it's just funny because she says that she kind of um is procrastinates on some things or whatever so um mm-hmm. but yeah we waited to the last a minute just because the middle name was giving us trouble and I didn't know and honestly at that point I was just trying to get my baby to feed and so oh yeah I was like John whatever you like go ahead <laughs> like I'm fine with whatever you want and he was going through stuff and he saw it he's like this I'm like good let's go with it <laughs> like, oh nice I didn't care good teamwork yeah <laughs> I feed the <laughs> name <laughs> <laughs> that's fair um okay so they were talking about like adjusting to life as an adult so like when you're in school you kind of have this path kind of set up for you and you know what the next step is and like and Allison said that also like you're you have like adults that are like invested in your progress and and how you're doing and stuff and then and then after that you're in the real world and 
there's no um, like set expectations for you and and you and I guess it's hard for some people to adjust to. So I know you went to a lot of school. Did you find that? <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I was a person who liked planning. And so even when I was little, I planned what I was going to be. Not that I became the, the first thing I thought I was going to be, but I knew I wanted to continue to go to school. And so I'd always like scour over all the options and then I'd see what classes I need to take. And, and I was privileged enough to be able to go to school and take out a massive amount of loans, but privileged enough to be able to take out those loans and get accepted to a school and, um, and have a support system that was like, oh, you don't want to graduate in four years. Oh, you want to do grad school. Oh, you want to do grad school again. So um, (laughs) (laughs) I like the, that there's tracks for things. I know not everyone is, you know, college isn't the number one thing, but I do uh, appreciate that if you want to become this, you go and do that kind of thing. But I know Mm -hmm. other countries have like secondary school or trade school or, you know, that you set your path kind of early. And yeah, yeah, I, I could see though, how you could become like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, what is the meaning of life? Like after high school? Um, yeah. Especially if you can't afford to, you know, do college or you can't afford to live outside of your house, but you can't stay in your house kind of thing. Um, yeah. I think the one that they talked about that I really could uh, relate to the most is maintenance. Everything is maintenance. Yep. Like, your I don't body, know why. It, house, why your... does it still surprise me that I have laundry at the end of the week? Like, yep. Of course I do. I just did this last week. But I just did it. So I don't understand. <laughs> and it's not that I didn't have to do that stuff growing up. I was responsible for washing my own clothes and I had to do dishes. I had to do all the like all the usual chores in the house. So it's not like I everything was done for me. Yet I'm still right. surprised about how much maintenance stuff takes. Yes. And it's 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 just really it's just really a bummer because like sometimes like when I clean really nice I clean my house and um and then I'll like look around and be like you know I'm just gonna have to do it all again another day you know another day soon like yes oh it's 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 I I guess that you just gotta be in the moment though and enjoy it when it's clean but well I like to clean my house and I'd like for no one else to live in it for weeks because then that's the only way (laughs) <laughs> that I can keep it clean because dang it like I feel like I just clean this but um another thing they said was what was I gonna say crap uh there was something else oh sorry oh I know no, no, no. they said <laughs> the hunter s thompson said figure out the lifestyle you want and then figure out the job you need to create the kind of lifestyle you want like what did you think mm-hmm. about that um yes and that's kind of like how I Oh, like, wait, hold on really quick. Hold on. There's a crying kid. Hold on. Okay. So what did you, th- oh, sorry. So what did you think about the whole <laughs> create the lifestyle or create or get the job you want to create the lifestyle that you want to have? Yes, I totally agree with that. Um, because I definitely put like my personal life before my job. So I wouldn't go like, oh, well, I have to base, you know, my life around these hours or whatever, because Um, like Allison mentioned that Daniel went to film school, but that he then realized he didn't want to be working like the crazy hours of like 4 a.m., you know, going into work. And like, yeah, that's a huge, 
uh, what's the word, just downside to like that awesome career. Um, but yeah, it's definitely more important to be happy in your life first, right? Yeah. Did you also feel aimless after high school or how did you feel? Um, I think I did, but I think I felt aimless before that too. (laughs) (laughs) And so I just kind of rolled with it and, uh, I don't know, just kind of like, I don't know, hung out with friends and worked and had an apartment and, I don't, I don't think I thought about it that much though. I don't think, I think I was just like doing what I needed to do in the moment. And I don't know. Did you had other people around you kind of doing the same experience as you. So maybe you have. Like, yeah. 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 And then try not to sniffle right in the. <laughs> um, the next thing they talked about, was it the climate grocery receipts or was it, were there something else in between? Um, oh, the one thing that was funny, sorry, I'm going down in my basement, or maybe I'm not, maybe I'm just practicing my sound effects. <laughs> and they're really good at that <laughs> effect class that you've been taking. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they said, like, I, I don't remember the exact premise, but something like advice if someone were to be borrowing your body for a month. Oh, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Similar to like, if you tell someone like, oh, if the toilet acts up, just jiggle the handle. Right. So, and Allison was like, mine are mostly urine related. And I thought <laughs> like mine too. It's like, you're going to be peeing all the time. And, um, and Todd said something similar to the other thing that I thought was, um, that you have to do foot stretches or else my uh, plantar fasciitis will act up. <laughs> yeah, I did think about you when he's like, and I wore flip-flops all around all the time. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> no, so bad for your feet. But yeah, I mean, I think recently my flip-flops broke because they were like, you know, really old. And so I have been having to wear my shoes. I don't wear <laughs> shoes in the house, but everywhere and I do see unfortunately uh my feet do feel better but man flip-flops I just love them so much <laughs> um if someone had to like if someone were inside my body I'd be like I think just a general thing is like that ache and pain aches and pains that's fine <laughs> <laughs> nothing to worry about that's just uh the house settling like you're fine <laughs> oh that's a good way to think about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah very nice. Okay. So yes. And they talked about the, the grocery receipts in nor in at this one, uh, grocery store chain in Norway called Oda and on the receipt, they print the carbon footprint for each item so that Mm -hmm. people can, you know, know that information and move forward with that, possibly making, uh, better choices for, the planet and I think that's awesome like but I did uh hear out I think it was was it Allison who said like how some people will become probably infuriated with it and be like what is the agenda here Mm -hmm. you know but it's just it's just information and facts and I think that's a great idea I think I would rather have information about how the food I'm buying impacts the environment like how much carbon it offset it is rather than how many calories I'm eating. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
I think the whole calorie thing, what's the agenda? The agenda is the diet industry making wanting to make billions of dollars off of you. Whereas the climate thing, it's true. It's not like you're going to say, I really, you know, I can say, I feel like chicken or beef, which one do I want to have? And then you get that extra piece of information. You're like, oh, okay, I'll just have the chicken tonight or whatever. Just like yeah. simple change can help like the world. Who is it helping for me to know that my food has 500 calories? <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's not helping the collective greater good. Um, it, that probably does help people who are on like specialized diets for medical reasons. And I like it for that. But uh, yeah, I, I think, and then I thought very um, probably like overanalyzing things also. Like, okay, but how much carbon, uh, how much carbon, whatever offset are you doing to create the information then print on the receipt? <laughs> like, I don't know, like I took it to a whole different level there, but you know, <clears throat> in that case, the information's fine and people can do what they want with it. I don't think people who are meat eaters are going to eat any less meat, but maybe the people who are trying to make little small changes, it does help. Yeah. And I think like what might talk about it and go, you know, like, yeah. I would probably just want to just make it as low as possible just to see if I can, you know, like how well I can yeah. do it. But yeah, yeah, I think it's super cool. Yeah. Uh, so Allison's week was a four. Mm -hmm. The kids went back to school. She said everything went smoothly. Um, and I know that when my kids are in school, they're like, they uh, get along so much better because they're both in different classes and then mm -hmm. they'll come home after school and have missed each other and have things to say to each other instead of just you know when they're home together all the time yeah you know they can get a little fighty or you know not be having as much fun yes um so I related to that um and Todd's week was a three um he had a five day Oh, a B day. <laughs> he had a birthday. I'm like, he had a five day. <laughs> he had a birthday and he doesn't like getting older. And I'm surprised at that just because of like, he's, he like meditates and things like that. Like I, I was really surprised to hear that um, age bothers him in that way. Yeah. Uh, but it's, that's relatable for sure. <laughs> One second. Yeah, I was kind of uh, surprised that he didn't like his birthday either because it seems like he's just kind of upbeat, kind of take life as it is, as it comes kind of guy. Um, yeah. I will say for some reason in my head, I keep getting him mixed up with the guy that Allison just said on her show that she was really good friends with that has like the cross country kids from the East Coast that, what was his name? I can't remember right now. She had him on a Monday um, show and he's like, oh, in 10 more years, 10 more years, I'll be on your Thursday show. <laughs> I can't remember who this was. This might've been a, a an episode that I didn't uh, uh, listen to yet because I've been falling behind because of my stupid, dumb job. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's, they're both like middle-aged white guys, but that she's not that, but the way she talks to him is what I was going to say is that this she seems like she's known him forever and I know she just did like a patreon bonus episode interviewing him but mm -hmm. um she does have a really good rapport with him and he I like that he kind of yes answer a lot yeah um, but yeah I thought it was funny that they were just talking about um sorry I'm getting distracted by my kids <laughs> okay. uh, they're weak and everything and I'm I'm glad that her kids are able to go back to school um 
it definitely makes gets the kids in a better like mindset routine also the parents Mm -hmm. too like they can be better parents when they're not parenting like 24 hours a day so yeah yeah true Uh, I know you have a big dumb stupid job but how was your week (laughs) (laughs) um I'm gonna give it a 4.5 because I had a really nice weekend with my two kids and I also found out today that um, we do not have mandatory overtime this week. So I have three days off this week. And I'm so excited. <laughs> I don't, I mean, mandatory overtime is like, that should be illegal, that whole term. Um, yeah. But I'm glad you don't have that illegal term. That should be illegal. Uh, Thank and you. Three days off. That's very nice. Thank you. And how, how about you for your week? Um, you know, I'm trying to even remember what happened. Like, that's how fast this week went. So oh. like, no big hiccups I guess so I would say you know I got to spend time with family today celebrating a family birthday so that was nice so I would say it was a good like four and a half yeah oh good yeah okay um and I just have to say one last thing um no I'm sorry we gotta go I'm kidding okay all right bye (laughs) (laughs) what's up so Todd uh was debating taking his son to SeaWorld Oh, yes, 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 yes. And, uh, and my thought is, don't. Yeah, don't. He's <laughs> don't. trying to like offset it, like the badness of it by not buying, buying less beer. beer. From Anheuser-Busch, who I guess owns SeaWorld. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, or, you know. Nice try, Todd. Yeah. yeah I, or Allison said, just give money to the, to the antithesis of what SeaWorld is. Um, give money to the people who want to shut it down. Right. And then go there. Like, yeah. No. It's it like he very, knows the yeah. information. So. It's like, uh, yeah. Um, I try to go to places that are there to serve the purpose of like conservation. And I know that even even of itself is we're destroying this world and now we're trying to save it kind of thing. Right. Um, so I do try to walk the line of conservation education. Uh, yeah. And I know I'm probably not doing like as best as I could, but SeaWorld is just like a big giant. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> and on that uplifting note, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We hope everybody else has a great week. And if not, that's okay. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank God that's over. Oh my gosh. Okay, maybe I'll be the one to say something. Always great hearing you two ladies. (laughs) Oh my God. Zip. what thanks thanks y'all <laughs> thanks ladies don't zip i will zip and i'll sip how about you zip it <laughs> okay you want to take over you want to do the rest of the show okay. solo to see if you do can we... decipher this um, drivel coming up next whitney sees cues i don't think we have that but next week on pff <laughs> <laughs> not today <laughs> Get on the edge of your seat because next week we've got a Whitney C's Q. Shall we talk about Thursday? Yes. Okay. Scotty, Kurt, and Jeff were on. We were her little cream betweens sent by me. Big surprise. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh, 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 ooh.
Oh, I'm... you said Jeff is on. What should I send? Hmm. First, ding dongs. Oh, yes. <laughs> ho ho. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, a cream. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A ding dong. A ho ho. Creamfield coochies. You picked a juicy Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> you picked. Um... I picked a cream between, not because I knew he was on. I always send the card before I see who is on, and then I go back and that I'm like, "Sounds like baloney." I do. I just immediately because I click on the notification, so then it takes me directly to the comments. Also, hasn't this been a card? It has not, but I have sent it in many times. So it's not mm. just Jeff related. Okay, but it can be if he wants it to be. <laughs> okay, Allison. First of all, she goes right over the carbs. Now we've already talked about this. Yeah, but she says I think this is Trader Joe's like version of the Oreo. It's like bup bup bup. Beep, beep, beep. No, those are JoJo's. JoJo's. For starters. These are just like a store brand Oreo. Which store? Well, I think places, fine places like Walmart carry them. But it's made by a brand called like, I don't know. I almost said Haritos, but it's not that. (laughs) It starts with a J. Cream Betweens. Of course, it took me when I did Cream Betweens yesterday to look up the name of the company or like where it they took were you from. to Pornhub. No, <laughs> it took me to Urban Dictionary. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it's something. Liqueurs, finest Cream Betweens, chocolate sandwich cookies. Hmm. Do you want to know the Urban Dictionary one? <laughs> Not particularly. All right. Oh, God. So bad. <laughs> now search on Pornhub. No. You I'm think sure I... you could see people eating cream betweens on there. I'm sure that I may have seen something similar. I think I'm seeing something similar over here. Oh, Look my at this God. Cat. <laughs> she is a spread eagle. So, okay. Anyway, I got another car bread. Pretty excited about it. And it was a cream between. And I was hoping Jeff would chime in on it. I was hoping he would insert himself into the cream betweens. But... And say, like, hey, those are actually Bebo, Bebo, Beep. But you know where else he inserted himself? When Scotty was talk- talking about being in Tahiti, first of all, the charmed life. You preemptively try and get ahead of a, a possible shutdown, quarantine, second sh- shutdown by hopping over to Tahiti to get stuck there just in case. That's pretty awesome. Well, I was thinking about this, Mm. and I don't see why more people don't do this. If you're a single person and you don't have kids, well, you pay rent wherever you are. Fair, fair, fair. So if you can get out of it, you can travel somewhere you want to be, especially someone who can work remote. Yeah. Do it. What's holding you back? So he's just the smartest person on earth. I don't know about that. Well, pretty close. But where Jeff inserted himself in was he said, oh, that's where the Black Velvet Painter is from. And I was just like, Jeff, you are just making my heart stronger for you. Look at. Did you know? Do you know who, how many velvet paintings I have in my home? Take did, a peek. Did you know who this supposedly most famous velvet painter was? I don't know his name off the top of my head. But he mostly makes the. He makes more so the Polynesian ones. I don't really have those. I have mostly like the ship ones. Oh, and I have like. I thought he did like portraits, like like no, the like, like the, the famous ones. Velvet Elvis. I don't think he did the Velvet Elvis. I think that's from Tijuana. But I think he did like the the, the Hawaiian Polynesian tiki ones, hmm. which I do not own any. Although I have one on my eBay watching list, I've been thinking about. But I've, where would I put it? I've 
no space. But anyway, my heart is growing fonder for one Colonel Jeffrey Fox. <gasps> By the way, this wall's coming out soon. Okay. Construction's happening. I got to make space for these pictures over here. See? So don't t- are you looking for someone to tear your walls down? Is that why you're bringing it up right now? The funny thing is... I already had someone come over and give me a quote or a bid on breaking my walls down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and guess what his name is? <laughs> um, Mike or Jeff? Jeff. <laughs> As, I As you're playing with your hair. <laughs> oh, my God. I have it bad. Oh, God. Anyway. Yes. So Allison brought up a topic that she says everyone hates to talk about, but she, yes, she brings it up constantly. And that is COVID and the quarantine. And she's wondering... She's saying, like, they're all being very careful, and then she hear, hears about other places that are not being careful, and they're, she said, it's just fine, so why are we being so careful? And I'm thinking, it's not just fine. People are acting like it's fine, but it's not just fine. That's what's the problem. That's why we have such a problem still. Exactly. This, it's funny that she was saying that it's, like, cyclical, how it's, like, we're right back at the beginning. Yeah. And then this is how it was at the beginning. People were like, well, what's the problem? People are getting it, but no one's dying or yeah. whatever. yeah. So what's the big deal? It's just like the flu. More people die from the flu. Yeah. It's always an excuse. But uh, I I also do understand what they're saying, how if it's like, I've been super safe for the past two years and everything's fine. Everyone else has just been going to Disneyland, apparently, and they're still fine. Like, I also kind of get that. I do, too. I feel like more people are going out and doing stuff, but Pepsi, especially... But also being safer about it, where before everything was shut, so you couldn't go. But going to Disneyland, you have to have masks on. You have to have these are there are safety precautions that are put in place now where everything's getting cleaned and there's there's more attention to that kind of stuff. But there's also people that are just willy nilly, just really just ostrich head in the sand. They think it's that's just going to make it go away. Does she want to go outside or something? I'm just watching her. Okay. I don't know why she's meowing to get on the show again. Yeah. Every time we record, she's out here. Well, I mean, when I you're know. a star. She's a little thirsty. So let's talk about violent yawning. And your small circle of people that you do certain things in front of. So there's the yawning and stretching. Then there's the burp fart circle. And then what's next, sex? I don't know. <laughs> Pooping with the door open? <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's after sex. <laughs> So I was thinking about this just recently because I'm very self-conscious when I yawn for a few reasons, but I was thinking about just because I have been hanging out with some new people and different people, some new friends, I thought, oh my God, like if I have to yawn, I'm going to be extra careful because (laughs) I just don't think that's a very familiar, oh, you know what the other circle is, is having, being shoot like shoeless. What's the word when you're barefoot? Oh my gosh. Being barefoot is another circle. Because that wow. is like very intimate. I want to see nobody's foot. I've never seen your feet. I know. That's on purpose. I know. I know. I know. Okay, so I do. Okay, the other circles are because I don't think you, sh- you can't combine burp and fart together because I burp in front of you all the time. You do? But I- Well, on the show. Oh, <laughs> Just <God>. on my. <laughs> Well, we're not. <laughs> There's another one. <laughs> but the yawning, stretching I would do, but yawning, I wouldn't do like a big old giant yawn, especially if it was like had noise with it. Oh my God, I'm about to do it now. But what are what are your thoughts? I think the problem with yawning, 
I, I think it's better to do a violent yawn. Because if you do like a small yawn, people are going to be like, oh, am I boring you? Like they said. Or it looks like you're about to barf. You're like, are you okay? But if you do a big old violent yawn, it's just like, oh, man, they had to get that one out. That's how I would take it. No okay. offense. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Now, doing it in front of the nanny or someone that you employ, isn't that kind of weird? I didn't just yawn. You, um, I look over and I see half of a violent stretch about this happen. <laughs> Um, what about the nanny? Yawning or like doing a big old yawn in front of her? That seems weird to me. Maybe, like, I maybe it was unrelated. Maybe she was just like wide mouthed yawning, and the lady was probably thinking, like, she's not even wearing a mask. How rude. Who knows? Or maybe she was like, I feel like you're walking around barefoot. I realize it's like a comfort level because when you have a nanny, they're in your home, so it's like a stranger in your house. So, I wouldn't feel very comfortable just being like, oh, in front of them. That would be weird. But because you could also flip it. How would Allison feel if the nanny came in like to the room and was just like, ah. <laughs> but I think it's different because Allison was the one talking. If the other oh. lady was talking and then she yawned, it's like, wow, how rude. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm boring okay, you. Okay. But if so it's, it's just like all... I'm talking, talk, 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 mm-hmm. yawn, then it's like, sorry, I'm tired. What so can I do about it? it's all circumstantial. Yeah. Who knows? There, you know, it's like what they always say: like uh, people are just thinking about themselves. This lady probably doesn't even cons. She probably imagined that face, or maybe she's like, "Oh shit, I left my uh, beans on the stove. I got to go home, turn that off." My beans on the stove? Yeah, you know, bitches always cooking up beans. <laughs> Who do you know that cooks beans? Bitches. Literally me right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's. I thought that was a porks. It's a bean and pork soup stew something that I'm making for the neighborhood. Okay. Anyway, it was an interesting topic for her to bring up in the fact that it's not really that interesting. (laughs) But we just talk a lot about it. I kind of thought the same thing. I was like, are we talking about yawn? Right. Like, this is something we're going to talk about? Okay. No, Pepsi does want to go. But I think she did a good job of talking about it. That is true. It actually became interesting enough for me to write it down for us to talk about it. It didn't just, it wasn't just like, what was one of the topics where you're like, why are we talking about this? Oh, like this. Okay. How about like this next topic? Yes, please. Or oh, please. Coconut jelly beans. Specifically jelly bellies. When she said jelly beans, I had a first, my first reaction. And then jelly bellies, I had a second reaction. They're very similar, but they are def- different. Coconut jelly bean never had, never will. Because you don't like coconut, yes. And because you don't like jelly beans, Jelly beans yes. are such a meh kind of candy. It really is such a waste. I'd rather have Smarties. Yeah, I said it. Just, I, sh- I think we should bleep that out. <laughs> I don't want anybody to know that about it. You're going to have to call yourself out next week. Um, I think coconut jelly beans are the superior jelly beans. If I had to pick out of the bag of jelly beans, I would always pick the little pink one and the little white one. And that's coconut and whatever the pink one is. And jelly bellies... I would go for something of a mixture. Like, I do like the idea of a pina colada. Get a pineapple. Get a coconut pineapple combo. Oh, so you're doing the, the mix and match where you're mixing flavors. If I'm having jelly bellies, then I would. You're a scientist. But I wouldn't. Yeah, obviously. Okay. But I do have to say the worst jelly belly flavor, the buttered popcorn. Never had, but I'm going to agree. It's gross. Is to- it salty? I guess it's not really salty. I think the problem for me is 
Well, I love kettle corn because I do like that sweet, salty corn flavor. This is a sweet butter. So I don't think it's really salty. I think it's like mm. a sweet, buttery flavor. How do you feel about the bean boozled? Okay, so here's the problem. That is what has turned me against having Jelly Bellies ever again. Yeah, you can't trust it. Well, you, you can't, can't trust, trust it, but also... And you don't like Jelly Bellies. And I don't. So the, oh my gosh, I need to find this video, but my kids did when they were really young. Let's do the bean boozled challenge and record us and we'll put on like YouTube or something. They couldn't get through like the fourth one. They were gagging and they're like, we can't do this anymore. It was so bad. It was so bad. And I'm thinking, while this yes please or oh please is such a non coconut jelly beans, I feel like it's so not polarizing. It's just sort of like, okay, so this is the yes please or oh please that we just had to talk I about. I think this is the bit. You pick something that is so mediocre, inoffensive. So here's the thing: I want them to do a bean boozled challenge. That ain't gonna happen. I it needs to because I want to. I want to hear dirty sock being eaten. Uh, rotten egg, booger, earwax, vomit, cut grass, whatever the ones are. Like, actually, cut grass isn't bad, but sour milk. It, they're all just, I mean, no. Now, anytime I look at a jelly belly, I think it's going to taste disgusting. Plus, also, it's dumb jelly bean. Like you said, it's like already going to be like. It's a waxy little eh. turd. No thanks. <laughs> well, enough said. They talked more about exclamations, and I don't know if she got any further on the topic, but I do feel like she made a huge friend in Kurt, because I feel like they are exclamation buddies. Because he was like, he wants to put one here, and he wants to put one there, mm-hmm. and there. And his wife had to tell him, tone it down, one per page. Yes, which I feel like that might be cutting it down, too. I guess if you have that much of an issue where your wife is telling you you need to cut it down, maybe you have an issue, but... And you know how Jeff was talking about doing his little email and then he went in and took out all of the, oh, yeah. the exclamations and then he put them back in. And then he was talking about just this this idea that you're trying to put tone to what you're saying because you're not saying anything in person anymore and you're not making phone calls. So you're having to convey your what you're trying to say and your tone and your emotions all through text, which could be interpreted as many different things depending on what someone's going going through during the day if they're an insane person they don't know how to just follow a conversation um that's not a personal experience but that's what i was wondering is do you have i mean that i definitely use emojis for this reason and sometimes i won't put a period because i'm like well i don't want someone to think that i'm just being serious about this but then if i'm saying exclamations which remember how we were talking about this exchange that i've been having with this other person that has been using exclamations i still get a lot of exclamations from this person I have no clue who you're talking about. doesn't matter who. Did we talk about this? We talked about on on a show two episodes ago. You expected me to remember that? That they said, have, have a great Sunday, exclamation. And then I did two exclamations. And then I looked back and I was like, shit, did I just do too many? <laughs> now I'm starting to rethink my exclamations. Is I feel it- like um, in Sex in the City where Carrie's complaining about her Manolos that got stolen. And I'm like, don't you have real problems? I'm the bitchy uh, friend mom. in this case. but That's the mom of the, the baby shower one? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, why, why is this a problem? Who's getting upset? That's the thing. I think, it's not, I think that's the thing. Is nobody's getting ex- up, upset. I think people are up in their own heads about how they're going to be, can, like how their conversation is coming out or how they're going to look to someone else. Uh, I'm where, looking whether back. they're not professional or 
name the thing. Like they don't want to look bad to someone else by using the wrong emojis and punctuation. I'm looking back at the Dream Team messages. Okay. We don't use a lot of exclamations. There's not a lot of think. exclamations. No. There's... I would show you the exchange I've been having, but I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> Got to sign up to my fans to uh, <laughs> see what's going on over there. I've really been thinking... Well, just kidding. I mean, I already have one, but I'm not well, doing anything there. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> what, else yeah. Is, what else is there to do? <laughs> I do have to say... Because this is another thing to set the tone is saying, ha ha, LOL. Now, I had a JMO, and I think it was read on the Mart, Martin, Mart. Wink, Wink, what's the thing? Wink Martindale. Wink. Oh my God, I just had like a total flip. Wink Martindale episode. My JMO was read that I would never use LOL because it's so lame <laughs> or embarrassing or something. Wow. And I just say, ha ha. So I definitely go between ha ha and ha depending on how funny it is or what I'm trying to say, but I definitely do ba-ha-ha, but it's not the way they're saying it. It is like beyond ha-ha-ha. It's like hilarious. Not like ba-ha-ha-ha. It's like, I'm like spit-taking it so funny. Exactly. Get it straight, people. His brother, whoever's brother, Scotty or Kurtz, I couldn't tell the difference, (laughs) are, is probably actually very funny. It was Kurt. Okay. They sound nothing alike, Lise. Care if they sound alike? Oh, I bet they all sound alike to you, they Costanza. Do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> anyway, um, and then the yeah. So where are you on that? You don't use LOL. I've seen a resurgence of LOL. And I think I, people are having. You do a little. I think people I do, are having a, a renaissance LOL because they're like people use ha 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 so much. I'm going back to LOL. But oftentimes when I use it, it's like kind of like. Fuck my life, kind of. Where it'll be like... Oh, like a sarcastic... It'll be like, I was running to the bathroom to puke, and I puked on my lap. Mm. <laughs> Lol. FML. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Now I understand our texts. There you go. But How I do... did you feel the other day after you left uh, Taco Tuesday, Workless Wednesday? Great. LOL. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but if... If something literally makes me laugh out loud, I will say literally LOLing. I never say literally LOLing, but I will say I that actually made me LOL or laugh out loud. I will say that. I'm sure I've used LOL back in the sometime of some ago, but... I remember seeing like 300 years ago in internet time, mm-hmm. someone said that their mom texted yes. them... And it's like, oh, your Aunt Betty died, LOL. And they're like, why is that funny? And they're like, it's not funny. And then it's like, you said LOL. And they're like, that means lots of love. And they're like, it means laugh out loud. That's like the um, prayer hand emojis, which is actually just like high-fiving. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, sorry for your thoughts and prayers. It's like, you just high-fived my RIP. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's what they would have wanted. That is true. LOL. So there's more information about this iTunes negative comment guy, which we did not talk about the last time that I wanted to talk about. The fact that there is confirmation. The fact that there's coronavirus. <laughs> the fact that there is comfort. The fact that there is confirmation that this person is repeating comments every week and sending negative ones. I have so many issues with this. Not but, repeating comments. No, he's making new comments. Making new, but repeating negatives. But yes. not repeating the actual comment, but 
making comment negative comments over and over again. I have many issues with this. What fucking maniac is doing this for starters? Second of all, what maniac is putting him out there to be loved and adored by people? Like, why are we reading this guy's things? You're going to read his comment every... I didn't realize it was the same person. You're reading his comment every... Of course he's going to keep doing this. Yeah. And who is this monster? I want to find out who it is. And I want to ask him, like, what the hell? What's well, your deal? certainly isn't me. I mean, I keep finding out about all these hidden accounts you have. That I have one Finsta at Kevin T. Porter. <laughs> I know of two, but okay. <laughs> you know of one. Okay. You're wrong. Oh, wait. I forget about the other one. I was like, what the hell is she talking about? <laughs> at Kevin T. Porter. Yep. And at, and Demi at Kevin T. T. Porter. <laughs> you know, I have like seven Instagram accounts. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. A lot of free time. I don't mm. do anything on them. I don't have free time. Mm-hmm. They're ghost towns. I save them for future ventures. Got a side hustle, baby. <laughs> you just got to, you got to secure the name before you use it. Like my name now on Instagram, I've had that one for like two years. I've had that account open, but I had to like switch. Double Elgato? Yes, but I had to switch it off of another one and use that finally to release it. I don't think people are clamoring for double Elgato. No one was, but I you probably didn't notice it. At first, I had to spell it with one L because I couldn't use a 2L one for two weeks until it was like... Because you can switch it back after two, after changing it. So after two weeks, I had to change it to two L's. I have to pee. Can we pause? This is why I use that name because nobody's clamoring for it. It's my TikTok name. It's my Instagram account. And I also have a Twitter account with it. Should we pause or are you going to keep yakking? I'm just going to keep talking about all my fun Instagram accounts. Tell me more about your uh, Instagram account. Go take your whiz. Take the mic with you. Oh, zip. All we have left is JMOs. All right. Now that you've gotten that out of your system, would you like to do some JMOs? Just please. Okay. Okay. Wait. Yes. Before that. Yeah. Oh, anything else from Thursday before we talk about JMOs? I feel like we kind of glossed over the fact that he's mm. in Tahiti. Mm-hmm. If okay. you, Lisa, yes, sir. had to go somewhere. Oh, that's a good question. To go. uh, record the show. Mm-hmm. Where would you do it? Oh, gosh. That's such a tough answer for me, but. All right, then we won't answer it. Then. No, because I would want to be in so many different places. I have simple and then I have like more wild like his. Like I think probably like Costa Rica is only kind of rad. But a mild would be, I would love to just go to Hollywood or something, go and post up in some rad old hotel, sit by the pool. What about where Kurt said he went to Bear Lake or whatever? Oh, Arrow Bear? Arrow Bear. Um, that's fine. Uh, Green Valley Lake, I think, is probably a little bit better. But yeah, Big Bear's cool. Arrowhead's better. Arrow Bear's fine. Green Valley Lake's great. Twin Peaks is good. Uh, Blue, Blue Jay, Bluebird, whatever the place is called. Those are all great places up in the mountains. Twin Peaks. There's a Twin Peaks, California up there right by Big Bear. You're thinking of the <laughs> bar that serves chicken wings where the waitresses have Alexa, short skirts and big boobs. Where's Twin Peaks, California? Yeah, I'm going to believe what a robot says. Alexa, how far away is Twin Peaks, California? <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. San Bernardino, Inland Empire. Big Bear's in San Bernardino Mountains, in case you're wondering. And I know you were. Alexa, we're done with you. <laughs> quit, quit, quit your yakking. Um, but Arrowhead is where we used to go. My husband had a, his family had a cabin there. So that's where we would go. That's where I learned how to fish. So yeah. Where would you go? So where did you pick? I think like Costa Rica or oh, some Costa like kind of cool Rica. place where I could just, 
Oh, I could also do Palm Springs or something. That would be also a mild, but somewhere tropical where I could just like be in a bathing suit on the beach all night or all day, <laughs> all night. In a bathing suit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just mm. gonna have, go ahead and say fuck it. Okay. Hmm. I want to know where uh, the listeners would pick. Yeah. So you can filibuster to think about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Tbh. There's no place because you where already I'm are like, where you want to be. That's why. There's no place where I'm like. This would be perfect because it's not Tahiti, although nice, I'm sure. Yeah. I think I don't that's think why I'd want to live there. I would get bored of that. I would want to go to like Switzerland or like go to some like rooftop place in Germany and hang out with Luke. There you go. <laughs> that was very specific. <laughs> Shout out to you, Luke. All right. Shall we talk about JMOs? Yes. All right. Jen said she wonders if. At some point, we're just going to wake up and realize that we're just hybrid alien monkey people and find out the real meaning of what is going on in the world or something. Just you. Just you. Um, I don't think we're that special. Also, who else? I can't read my writing, but somebody put don't... Oh, this is perfect because you're having hot, in quotes, chocolate. Doesn't drink coffee, but drinks hot cocoa. The first sip is always, trep- there's always trepidation about how bad it's going to burn. Yeah, I just scalded my mouth with this hot goo in a cup that I was handed. So let me ask Thanks you, again for that. if you were having hot coffee or any hot beverage, would you, of course, think about how hot it was before you put it in your mouth? Or is this like an actual question? Well, like they said, your coffee maker, it's always the same temp. So the only time I worry about it is when I'm having a strange cup. Like at Lisa's house, where the coffee is very strong and is also like one degree below Kelvin or something. So I have to say, I, of course, worry about how hot it is if it's in, also if I'm getting some strange cup. But like if it's coming in a to-go cup, that I worry about because it's it's more directed right into your face. Like it's going to be burning. You don't have like as much control. But that being said... Coffee is never hot enough for me. I actually like my tongue to get a tiny bit burnt. When it's almost I like you're coffee. not drinking it for the flavor. I like it when it starts to cool down a little bit. But in the very beginning, I like to have my tongue burnt a little bit. I like it to be so hot that it's like almost painful or punishment. This is like 50 shades of coffee. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> you may know me about pain and suffering. <laughs> Lisa, or not Lisa, Megan mm-hmm. changed my life when it came to coffee because we went to... So you got uh, the wussy Starbucks in Disneyland mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And she said she was getting hers kids temp. Yeah. And I said, excuse me, what is that? And she's like, yeah, it's like not as hot. Yeah. And I said, That's bitch, sad you're a genius. <laughs> because that way oh. I can chug the cup tup, 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 <laughs> tup, tup, to bottom, tup, to bottom. In, uh, in two gulps. For I guess for me, I like to actually enjoy it. I almost want to chug, chug, chug. But yeah, I want to enjoy it. I want it to melt a layer off of my tongue. Okay, okay. That being, okay. That being said, <laughs> I don't like this wussy temp. I do get that for the kids, whatever. But yeah, that's great. I'm glad that that's good for you. As soon as my coffee starts cooling down, I get very disinterested in it. I like things hot, and I like it to burn me a little. Mm. <laughs> and Doctor Jen, no, I'm not horny for fuck's sakes. <laughs> The fact that you brought it up, I mean... Well, I was just trying to figure out why she said that. And I'm like, what did I say that made her think that? So just now I thought, well, maybe it was just the tone of what I was saying. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> was it actual words? I never questioned. I just assumed she knew exactly what was going on. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ray, he cannot del- delete dead people from his contact list. Lease. Um, yeah, obviously I can't. I can't delete them on Facebook. I can't delete their messages. I can't delete their phone messages or their texts. Like, no, I, I keep it all. The weirdest thing back in the day when you get like, this person just emailed you and I'm like, that person's been dead for two years. I don't get those things anymore. But I told you recently that I, I forgot. Yeah, who, I was going to say, didn't we just talk about this? Yes, you said that you like so- to something. Facebook message with a dead guy. I did do that. <laughs> um, I don't know if it was Scott or Kurt or was it Jeff. It was Jeff. He was saying that someone that had maybe most recently passed away thinking about just sending them a message just to see what would happen on like a text or something and i was thinking about how i did just do that and it wasn't to see what would happen it was just the fact that i never responded to this messenger message and looking back at the conversation it was so funny that like we're having this conversation anyway and then then he died and oh that's why it came up on upworthy because someone messaged a number and they were like i think so pouring their heart out yeah yes so what I did is I thought, well, who's this going to hurt? If it does come back, somebody might be manning their FB page, but I assume not. So I just sent a response to it, and then I just started crying. So I was like, oh, it's like pretty sad. Not like really cry, but you know, my kind of crying. You know, I keep sending um, oh God. Facebook messages to Marilyn Monroe, and uh, so far, no reply. But one of these days, Lise. Maybe she'll sing to you for your birthday. Whist, whilst ho or white ho, oh. exasperated with blinkers on, doesn't understand how people can leave those on. Yeah, that's a sign of an insane person. Or someone that's lost their mind, which is almost one and the same. The only way I can see that someone, it really bugs me when someone does it. Uh, the only time I can forgive it is if they're like jamming out in their car then of course you're not going to hear it but if they're like listening to npr and they just hear (laughs) so and it doesn't drive you crazy yes maybe it's like the telltale heart they just hear it constantly all the time they're in their house i think you might be right you might be onto something they're in the car tick tick you might be right they they go into they go into work there's a time bomb ticking in their locker that one of these days I guess it's normal. Yeah. I think because blinkers are a sign of, commu- of communi- communicating to other people. And so when it's on, you're trying to tell me something. And if you leave it on, I'm confused. What are you trying to do? Like you're trying to tell me something. We're all here living in a society and I'm trying to figure out what you're doing. And then you, I find out you just left it on because you literally turn the other way. Then their blinker was on. The other thing is, is I have left it on before only when I'm jamming out. And it happened recently because I've been listening to music a lot lately, just as loud as possible. And I looked down, I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. It wasn't for very long, but it was just like, oh my gosh. But I have been, and this is not blinkers, this is windshield wipers, which is much worse. I was in a car, in a car driving with my ex-roommate and she's an insane person. So we were driving, we we're sitting in traffic, it was raining. She turned on the windshield wipers and then the rain stopped and then she just left them on. And they were doing the thing where the windshield was so dry that it was like, Wait! Right, like, and I'm just like thinking, does she just actually just lose her mind? Does she need to be driven to the hospital right now and admitted? Because I'm worried for her mental state. Windshield was drier than your DMs, huh? Hate when that happens. 
you know what's funny? Uh, the trucks at work, the freight liners, they have some kind of <laughs> everything's dry in my life, little Robbie. Thank you for pointing that problem. out. There's a lot of screeching going on over here. <laughs> where sometimes when you turn on your turn signals, the wipers go off too, so you do look like a crazy person. Mm. Um, but no, if if it stopped raining and you left them on, that is legitimate mental illness, I believe. And I'm just sitting in the car thinking she's in charge of my life in this car right now. You should have drove into traffic. I should have just yanked gone on out. the steering wheel. <laughs> just and by the way, she did it two times in the same trip that we were driving. She eventually turned it off, and I was just like, "Because it's not only is it crazy, but it's stressful to have like, hey, 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 and it wasn't not like it was like on the high setting, hey, 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 like, oh my god, lady, lady, she's the one that also peed in a bowl. Oh, I know. In this room right here, I know. <laughs> you know. Then I smelled something. <laughs> That's my beans. Oh. <laughs> That's my beans are cooking. Anyway, I think that's it. No, one last thing. What? Uh, I don't remember if it was during JMO's, but I think it was. Mm. They were talking about oh, yeah, I tuned why out is the butthole where it is. Okay. And they were saying, why can't it just be like at the end of your elbow? Or then they said at the bottom of your foot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Lisa, if you were to mm-hmm. change your butthole's position, location, yeah, where would you put it? I would say it's in the most ideal location. I agree, because but if you, you had to if change I had it, to change it, then I would be probably worse off than I already am. I'm going to tell you in that department. I'm going to tell you where it should go. I would probably say the ball of my foot, the belly button. Oh God! Why? No. <laughs> Why, Lisa? Do we have no. a belly button to connect to our moms for for nourishment? <laughs> okay, and then after that, for the rest <laughs> of my life, now what? And then it's a knot, and you're done. Well, why that, is it there? Where, where do you want to get it removed? Yeah. Go ahead and get it removed like it's a just psycho. Just sitting there cl- go ahead collecting and have a, lint. A, 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 go ahead and have a clean slate belly. Go for it. <laughs> no. You know, we got to, if you had to, why don't they put colostomy bags right in the belly button? What What are you doing with this thing? It's just sitting there superfluous, just looking gross. Put it to work, I say. Or put something else there. Ooh, Lisa. You, you know mean how, like jewelry? Lisa, you know how people butt chug to get hammered quicker? I've heard. That's what I want it for. Not for the pooping. Keep it back there. Keep it. But now, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to pregame at the party. Mm-hmm. Pop a couple of tops, as you like to say. Pop a top. Pop a top. Again. Put the funnel in my innie and just hammered in no time. This could be a whole new show for you. This this is the podcast. <laughs> I like it when I do a callback and he's like, "Did we talk about that?" I With his face, got the even podcast. though it was this very episode. Yeah. Okay, all right. Join yes. On that note, let's shut this down. Join us at the end of next month, February twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seventh, at my house. I'm guessing it's mostly just going to be hanging out here at my house on the twenty sixth. We'll record around two p.m. ish. Just get to my house before that. Message me if you want to do that. We're going to have some fun. We're going to eat some gross food. Probably some tasty stuff too. Find something to do that's Allison related. Yeah, but yeah, come on over. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah. People. Yes, sir. Petition Allison to do a live Live stream stream. on that day. That's a good idea. But maybe... mm. Otherwise, we'll have nothing to do. That was really fun when we all did a live stream together here. Group recording. Add live stream on my TV. That was pretty amazing. The only problem is, is it 
if it conflicts with our recording time because some people have lives. Well, she and often schedules. asks, "What time True, do you want me to do it?" But it seems it? like it'd be right about the time we'd be recording. So let's say earlier, one p.m., ma'am. All right, sounds good. Do it. All right, if you like to be on the show, which I know you do, I just know it. Somebody wants to. Anybody? Anybody? Starting in March, we're going to start having more people on the show. BT Dubs. Email oh, me. Really? BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at BFFancast. Lil Rafi, where can we find you and your finstas? You can find me at Instagram at BFFancast. You can follow my finsta at Kevin T. Porter. And you can follow me on myfans.com slash double L Gato. <laughs> You know I came up with a different name for that. <laughs> no game. BFFs, you truly are the motherfucking best. Thank you and good night. For the shit, though, ain't doing no kind of shit. Uh, uh, I got numbers in my phone that'll never ring again. Cause a lot of sent them home and they'll never, uh, I got, I got numbers on my phone that'll never ring again. Cause a lot of call them home. So until we sing again, I got Texas in my phone. That'll never ping again I screenshot them so I got them I don't want this thing to I got numbers in my phone That'll never ring again I got I got I got I got numbers in my phone That'll never ring again Cause a lot don't call them home So until we sing again Got Texas on my phone, they'll never ping again. Subscribe them, so I got them. I don't want this thing to end. I got numbers on my phone, but it'll never ring again. Cause a lot don't call them home, so we never sing again. I got Texas on my phone, that'll never ping again. I screenshot them, so I got them. I don't want this thing to end. Well, maybe I haven't been sleeping well, keeping well. Sleep well, sleep well. Lately, I haven't been sleeping well, sleeping well. Sleep well, sleep well. Lately, I haven't been sleeping well. I've been. I'm just smiling out right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Cause it's so good, right? Cause it's like, man, it's needed. You know what I mean? Gotta finish them scriptures, man. It's needed, man. It's needed. Eyes fiery, cry tears to my diary. 
Sometimes a Xanny bar can't help you fight back the anxiety I go to my law quietly Teardrops on our faces Teardrops on my faces Like teardrops become waterfalls by the time they reach my laces My eyelids is like levees but my tear ducts is like glaciers As I contemplate creation The salt that heals my wounds pour out my eyes is like libations I can't stop my mind from racing I got numbers on my phone Pictures on my phone The day my mama died, I scrolled her texts all day long The physical returns, but the connection still stays strong Now I understand why you used to cry sometimes we ride down Playbone You just missed your, you just missed your mama Now I just miss my mamas The clothes we wear to bed at night, the sleep is just pajamas The flesh we roam this earth and is a blessing, not a promise I bow with those who bow to the creator and pay homage I even hit the beach to soak my feet and skip some seashells Sleep well, the lump inside my throat sometimes is towers like the Eiffel Sometimes I wonder do the trees get sad when they see leaves fell Sleep well, the last time that I kissed you you felt cold but you look peaceful I read our message thread when I get low and need a refill Sleep well Sleep well Sleep well Lady, I haven't been sleeping well, keeping well I got numbers in my phone that'll never ring again Cause I lot on call them home, so until we sing again I got texts on my phone, they'll never ping again Subscribe them so I got them, I don't want this thing to end I got numbers on my phone that'll never ring again Cause I lot on call them home, so we never sing again I got texts on my phone that'll never ping again I screenshot them so I got them I don't want this thing that Who do you know that cooks beans? Bitches.